Welcome to another edition of Popper's Perspective, part of the Giants Huddle Podcast, brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. So the Giants are playing the Packers, and when you think about the Giants and Packers, you got to go back to the 2007 NFC Championship game. And joining us to talk about it is Plexico Burst. Fox, thanks for a couple minutes. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Everything's going real well. All right. So um, obviously it's nice and warm right now as we're recording this. Probably about, I don't know, maybe 100 degrees difference than that day in Green Bay. Um, Easily. When you get off the bus and you get to Lambeau Field and you're going to go out and do your normal pregame routine, what's going through your mind at that point at minus one? Um, you know, uh, every game, you know, me and Eli, we run through the whole route tree. We like to get there like probably three, three and a half hours before the game. You know, I'm going to run the whole route tree from both sides of the field. And we get out there at our normal time, and there's nobody in the stadium. Like, there's not even a game going on that day. So there's nobody in the stadium. And so we get out there, you know, Eli, he throws me a hitch and a slant, and I catch both of them, and I wave them both. I say, E, man, we got a problem. He said, what's wrong? I said, I can't feel my hands. <laughs> so we go back in. And um, we started to get ready for the game. And I'm saying to myself, I've never even been in an element as cold as the Green Bay game was that day. And let alone to be able to go out and play in it and play well. And it was just a day that, I mean, it was just, it was incredible. Yeah, I mean, with the wind chill, it's minus 23. It's it's absolutely brutal. Um, yep. So you go out there. I mean, I know the old linemen, they normally went out and had their routine. Guys came out of the tunnel, went right back into the locker room. Like nobody was doing anything like they normally did. But now you got to go play in this thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you and Eli, Eli targeted you 13 times in the game. And you had yep. 11, you had 11 catches. You guys, wow. as the game unfolded and you started to play in the game, it looked like you and Eli were playing in 55-degree weather. Why did it work so well for the two of you despite those conditions? I just think the the, uh, the defense that they were playing. Um, Green Bay had a plan to come out and play man-to-man -man and play bumper run against us. And, um, you know, I, I just took it personal. I think that uh, we had got beaten pretty handily in week two when Green Bay came to New York, to New Jersey. It beat us like 40 to 16 or something whatever the case may be. And I remember after that game saying to myself, I say, I was like, man, the only way that we get to play these guys again is in the NFC Championship. Like, we're talking about week two. I mean, everything is so far out that, you know, you never know how the season is going to unfold. And I and I had the opportunity to play against them again. And a lot of people know this, but Al Harris is the, person, is the one that stepped on my ankle and tore my tendon and popped it off the bone in week two. So he... <laughs> He had a little bit to do with my ankle injury, um, you know, uh, stepping on my ankle that game. And, um, you know, I just had the opportunity to play against them again. And they just had this plan that they were just going to come out and just play, you know, single high man to man. And they were just going to put that eight man in the box and try to control our running game. You know, being that the weather was so was what it was that we weren't going to throw the football efficiently as we did. 
And, you know, you get to that point, I had already lost two AFC, two AFC championship games in Pittsburgh, losing to uh, New England. And just knowing that you're like 60 minutes away from, you know, going to the Super Bowl, you know, I told the team, I said, hey, you know, this is one of those games that you don't want to lose because you're right at the doorstep. And not to be able to open that door and see what's on the other side, like, it, it, it hurts. And I just took it personal, you know, the way that they were playing defense. And we just went out and dominated. As you're beating him route after route after route, was there a lot of chatter? Was there a lot of barking going back and forth? Oh, man. It, 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 we were really getting after me and him. You know, he would, cause, um, I didn't make the Pro Bowl that year, so I was really upset about that. A 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns, no Pro Bowl. And he was a first-team all-pro corner. He was a first-team all-pro corner. And your first team all pro, that means that you're the best in the business. And I wanted to put my stamp on it to, to, to let him know and the world know that, you know what? He may, may, may be first team all pro corner, but I think I'm pretty good myself. And that was the, you know, that was the coverage that Green Bay played. They played a lot of man to man, up close in your face, personal, you know, um, like I'm better than you kind of style of football and you know, like I said I, I just took it personal you know you told us at the beginning that you couldn't feel your hands when you went out for the warm-up as you're right. getting into it and it becomes mano a mano you and Al Harris and Gilbride is just calling plays and Eli is just feeding you the rock did you not feel cold anymore <laughs> I, I was cold I had these uh these insert warmers but I had those taped to the bottom of my foot. You're supposed to like put them in the insoles of your shoe, but I had them taped to the uh, outside of my foot. And Ronnie Barnes, he was like, <laughs> he said, Plex, you can't do that. You, you can't tape these things to the bottom of the feet. It's gonna be, it's gonna, they, they're gonna burn your feet. And I say, well, if those, th if these answers are gonna burn my feet, well, I'm just gonna be running pretty fast. <laughs> and uh, I didn't feel my feet at all. Um, my hands, they were what they were. I had I had a hand warmer. I think that's the second or third time in my twelve year career that I wore a hand warmer, and uh, it was just cold. And and I knew that if I could go out and dominate Al in that game, that we had a pretty good chance to win because they did not have another plan defensively to stop us. They weren't a man. Uh, they weren't a zone team playing too high coverage. They were basically man to man, single high. And I said, listen, if I can just keep me and E can continue to stay on the same page and I can dominate him, then uh, they're gonna have a they're have to, they're gonna have to make a decision defensively of how they want to defend us. You know, everybody talked about with that weather that, you know, it's Packers home field, Lambeau field, Favre, he's played in a million games in these kind of conditions. But it was Eli who played as if he was used to it. Can you just talk about sort of the calm that Eli played with in that game? Because it's arguably, you know, one of the better games of his career when you think about what he was able to do that day in hooking up with you and just keep feeding you. I think we had a great plan going in. And, you know, we got to the line of scrimmage and, you know, he he, caught, he made some audibles, called some audibles, you know, put us in some great situations for the defense that they were playing. And uh, Kevin uh, Gilbride Gate was gave him that kind of, um, you know, freedom to change plays at the line of scrimmage. 
And, you know, the way that he controlled the offense, man, it was it was efficient. I mean, we, we ran the football when we needed to. And, you know, he just delivered in every situation that we needed him to. And it, it's, it's, it's a difference between, you know, playing well and, you know, having good plays. But he played great in those third down situations where we needed him, you know, putting us in you know, great running plays on second and short. And, I mean, you, you look at some of the throws that he was making in this game, how accurate they were in that kind of weather. And when you sit back and you look at it, you realize over time, you know, how great of a game uh, that he commanded and he played. You know, when you look back at the game, you know, there's the Bradshaw touchdown that gets called back because of the whole oh. – um, you know, till this day is not, I don't think Snee committed a holding penalty, but it gets called back. Um, yep. You guys controlled this game. Was there any level of frustration in the fact that the game even went to overtime because you had so many chances to put it away and you didn't? Uh, you know what? I think the first play of the game kind of really set the, set the tempo for the game with, uh, with Brandon basically running over top Charles Wilson on the first play of the game. And, you know, I, I, th I think he was a little dinged up from the first play of the game. And, you know, for us to get in the, into a, you know, overtime situation. And I remember when, when Lawrence missed the first field goal, <laughs> I said to myself, I was just like, are you kidding me? This guy just missed the kick to go to the Super Bowl. And you get the ball back to Brett Favre, and you got to ask your defense to go out and stop him again. And it was just a game of where um, a mod touchdown gets called back. And you start, your mind is starting to wander. Is this Green Bay mystique like really real? And, you know, RW fumbles a punt. And, you know, Antonio makes a great play on the screen where the, if he doesn't fight through those offensive linemen, the running back probably goes untouched for a touchdown. And those are just some of the things that jump out that we had an opportunity to win this game in in, re in regulation. But for times to go out there a third time and kick a field goal to win it, to get there, I mean, you, you never would have thought that the game would have went the way that it did to, uh, to uh, force to win it. You had so many great games in your career. Obviously, you know, two weeks later, you catch the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Um, and you had so many other big moments, but when you think about games from a personal standpoint, is this one of the highlights for you, this game and the way you played against Al Harris, considering everything that was, uh, the run up going into it and the fact that, you know, he was first team all pro and, and all the, and he hurt you earlier in the season. Is this one of the most satisfying games of your career? Uh, I would say yes, um, for for you know the game that we had and you know the uh, you know the competition and the one on one battles that we had and for him to get on television and, and to you know to say that you know um, I'm one of the best best wide receivers in the National Football League. I mean that, that, that's all I really wanted to to be recognized as, and you know I wasn't able to get to the Pro Bowl and I'm playing against him and you know. Um, Sam Madison and Al Harris are great friends. And, you know, Sam, Al goes to Sam and he's like, tell Plexico, 
I'm gonna lock him up. I'm gonna shut him down for this game. And then he gets on national television and he says he says the same thing. Or Plexico knows what he get. He's gonna get when he comes to Green Bay. He's gonna get man to man. And I was like, oh man. I mean, this guy's pretty confident in his abilities that he's just really just gonna go out there and you know shut me down for this game. And it's really the only plan that they had. And I recognize that, and Eli recognized that. And for us to be at the level where we were during that game and how efficient we were in that in that in that environment, in that weather, uh, you know, sixty minutes away from a Super Bowl, it's probably it goes right up there with one of the best games I ever had. Whenever the Giants play the Green Bay Packers, Giants fans will always remember that <laughs> NFC championship game, and you can't talk about that game without talking about Plexico Burris. Plexico, we appreciate a couple minutes. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing some awesome stories from that memorable day. All right, Bob. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good talking with you. Plexico Burris joining us on this edition of the Papa's Perspective, part of the Giants Huddle podcast brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture.